One Piece. Watching the One Piece. We are. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. Um, Jory, I'm here with Joe. We're in Onigashima now. We're in Wano. We've we been here it. for a while. We're we're at the big battle, so I think it's wrapping up soon, right? Got like maybe thirty episodes left of Wano. Yeah, you know, I am wondering if the raid is going to be a full 100 episodes. I think there's a good, I mean, considering we're at like 1060 something now, or I think just 1060. And I think, yeah, I think almost definitely we're probably going to get to like nine or 1070 before it's over or like maybe even 1080. Jesus, because there's like so many big things that like I'm I'm caught up now that had mo I like for the majority of this show that hasn't been true. Despite being the premise of the show, is that I'm caught up and you're not. <laughs> now that I am caught up, I'm watching like week to week and I'm just like, how is this big thing still not happened yet? And I don't even mean the big thing that's redacted that we're always alluding to. I mean like a separate thing that I know about that I'm like, how has that not happened yet? I thought that happened by now. So that's that's the state of Act 3 of Wano. We will be in it for a while. We're going to try and I don't want to say rush through it but we are gonna try and get caught up by like the end of july this year um so if you're listening way later that might mean nothing to you but um we are trying to get caught up before the end of wano act three if not before the big moment that's almost definitely gonna happen on one piece day which is july 23rd <laughs> we're probably gonna have like a really weird recording session where we do like a normal episode where we cover like an odd amount of episodes and then immediately we have to record again because there's a new episode out and we have to do that <laughs> daily <laughs> or weekly i guess now it's gonna be weird we're gonna have nothing to say <laughs> the days of of two hour episodes are probably gone unless we just get really self-indulgent <laughs> well that's the kind of we're uh we're legacy into that point, right? We can get away with that, right? We definitely used to do that at some point. I feel like we used to talk about absolutely nothing, and the episode would be like three hours long. I, I feel like part of that was also because it'd be like when we were monthly. It's like, well, <laughs> we're we're hanging out. <laughs> yeah, there was way more catching up going on. <laughs> yeah. Whereas now, well, that's the thing is now. I mean, we, I feel like we talk over text plenty as well, <laughs> but also just like every other month. You know, or every, every other week, it's like less less to catch up on. Yeah. And then there was also, I think, part of it was when I was doing far too many things, um, far too many podcasts. I was like, I need to get like good at just getting through the plot. <laughs> and I think a lot of riffing went away. And now I'm like, where'd the riffing go? <laughs> I need to relax. Who cares about plot? Uh, but this is this is an interesting, you know waxing poetic on on our journey to onigashima because this is episode 100 this is yeah we are which is crazy 100 total episodes of this podcast it is funny that episode 1000 is 101 <laughs> yeah like we just couldn't thread the needle there's just too much to discuss at once can you imagine doing another 10 episodes after this mm -mm. <laughs> to, to make it round out no no <laughs> well, we got a lot to cover I also think it's just very funny for it to be like, <laughs> just almost there. Almost there. That's how we'll always be remembered as almost, <laughs> almost pull something cool off. But no, this is episode 100. Big deal. There's some really cool stuff in this still. And the next time we will uh, cross the, the, the line over into episode 1000, and then we'll keep watching as many episodes as we can <laughs> on a bi-weekly basis until we're, we're caught up and 
start doing weekly episodes, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, so we're talking about 978 th- through 990 today. Very close. A lot of cool shit in here. You know, Jinbei comes back. Some fights start. There's a ton- There's like a million things just set up we, for later. We get introduced to some people I know from cards and also some people who have distinct designs that I have no clue who the fuck they are. <laughs> I'm excited to get into all of that. I, I know, I, I'm sure, yeah, we saw a lot of cards because the, obviously the Kaido deck was like one of the, the, the main four decks <laughs> that we've been messing with since fucking, what was that, October? When was the pre-release of it? Yeah! Ages ago. And I don't think anything that's come out in packs has been later than that yet in booster boxes. I don't really remember. Um, In the Paramount Kinda War blurs. boxes, there was a... I, I got spoiled on Sue Long, Garfield, and Dog. But I mean, I thought oh, okay. that was going to happen. I knew that was going to happen at some point anyway. But I just... I saw what they looked like. That's fair. <laughs> but I, could I forgot that there what, are <laughs> I for, more I Wano cards what the they mix. looked like from seeing Carrot do that. So... <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I... Yeah, they're all... It's kind of weird because Carrot's the first one you see. So you might not immediately realize they're all white. But then they are. <laughs> Can't wait to see Luffy's Sulong mode. I'm Hell sorry, yeah. is that a spoiler? But anyways, I'm, I'm excited to, to see which characters you knew about, which ones are new to you, because I'm curious <laughs> who those are. I did call uh, maybe 20 episodes ago that you were going to love Ulti. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> I was like, this is a slam dunk character made specifically for Jory. And that's not to say Ulti doesn't have wide appeal, because... She does. Everyone loves Ulti. Maybe not everybody. A lot of people love Ulti. But I was like, oh no, but this is like, this is like on another level, I think. There's something going on. Absolutely. Here. The first thing you said to me when we hopped on her call today was that you were mad that there was no Ulti wallpapers on Wallpaper Engine. I found two, and one of them is shared with page one, and I that Zoomer fuck can get out of here. You don't like Pepe? He, here's, here's what I do. I bu- you don't like Pepig? I... <laughs> I bully him at school so he can introduce me to his sister. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then she bullies then she bullies you back as a, to defend him. Yes. And that's what you want anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we're also going to start talking about my wallpaper engine background, which is Yamato. Very barely. Barely. <laughs> they will appear. You know, when we get there, how was the fact that one thing about them was not spoiled for me in any way? How has no one said anything about that? Because it's almost like... <laughs> What <laughs> well, one? I kind of forgot that they that was literally the first thing that you that is mentioned about them. I'm kind of surprised you didn't know. It's interesting as their whole character. I find very interesting. If I tell you, if I reference the Shaft Sun tweet, do you know what I'm talking about? The what? Shaft Sun tweet. Mm-mm, I do not. Know what you're there was a about. there was a Shaft reboot slash sequel in 2019. In an attempt to market it, the Twitter account made some, like, terrible memes that don't make any sense. And one of them in particular is just, like, Shaft looking at his son and it just says Shaft son on the image. Like, that's supposed to mean something. And I think about this all the time. Just Shaft son. It does. It's it's so absurd. I forgot this movie existed. It doesn't. But... I could not stop thinking about it every time they said Kaido-san, because I'm just like, Kaido-san. <laughs> just me looking at Kaido-san. <laughs> but yes, you did not know that Yamato was Kaido-san, I guess. No. I'm assuming that's what we're, ta- what we're talking about. Yeah. But what else is there to know? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. They, uh, they're, they're Kaido-san, and they apparently are excited to meet Luffy, but that's at the very end of this section, so we'll talk about that, I guess, a bit more then, alongside all the other things that are being set up. 
But uh, we referenced this. Um, we recorded a Patreon episode a week ago. We did. And when we were recording that, you already referenced how sick the first episode here is. The <laughs> fight of the worst generation. We also referenced the queen thing, which we'll talk about. But this first episode with 978, I would have summarized all of it with just... I, th- I thought the whole episode was just these three guys fuck up some boats. <laughs> but there is more stuff that goes on here. So if you remember last time, we did all the rigmarole with nobody's here. What a shame. March on anyway. Then the three pirate ships showed up for Luffy, Kid, and Law. And Orochi's people are here. Well, I guess they're Orochi's people. They're also kind of beast, they're beast pirates. You know, the lines are blurred, but they're like, how are these guys here? And we get a flashback to the Straw Hats having a party like right next to the Sunny. And it gets bombed, but then, like, nothing happened anyway because the boat's really good. Yeah. It was like, I, I was wondering, how, how would they get out of that? And it's the, the, the like, stupidest way possible. It's just like, yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> Which is really you, funny. We talked about how, like, indestructible the wood was a long time ago. <laughs> it kind of makes a lot of suspense around the boat unnecessary we never have to worry (laughs) about the boat again but we got to get a third boat even though this boat has existed longer than the mary did i mean it's like the thing with like brooke being a crew member longer than he wasn't now (laughs) but he's still the new guy yeah well not anymore (laughs) that 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 ends today but yeah so we get that flashback it's nice just seeing them hang out in general uh they're also confused why no one's here and keenamon apologizes that he fucked up and had a spy leak their plan or whatever And the Beast Pirates, like, brag about blowing up the bridges and all the other stuff they did. They also learn, or they they mention that Big Mom and Kaido teamed up. So this is where everybody learns that, which I kind of forgot wasn't, they didn't know yet. Uh, But then Luffy, Law, and Kid basically fight over destroying a ship. And then they end up all collectively doing it at the same time. And then afterwards arguing about who actually did it. But it's essentially like... In a budget-draining sequence. Yeah, no, it's like two minutes that, like look insane i i saw some meme that was it was like a annoyed or like blank face kaido it's like kaido taking the the 20th budget destroying punch to the face from luffy <laughs> that's basically what it's like watching act three of wano because the, like when i was catching up i remember I, I think i tweeted on the on the we are account where i was like damn 978 new high water mark and someone's like just wait like two episodes <laughs> Have you gotten to the queen number yet? No, you haven't. <laughs> and then, like, before long, you'll get more of these things. It really just keeps happening, and it's crazy. I have no idea. Like, it's it almost, I'm like, are things going to be normal after Wano? <laughs> like, or is this just or is this just the bar now? It's got to be the bar. I guess it's the bar. I don't know. I almost want, like, it'd also be cool if there's just, like, a big style change again mm. for the for the next thing but i really don't know because we also kind of don't know how long the next <laughs> arc is yet it's kind of been weird in terms of like stuff happening with the straw hats and also stuff happening in the rest of the world but we've, we've gotten enough of that in between acts of wano uh, but yeah so law like launches the ship into the air kid takes everybody's weapons luffy goes gear four <laughs> and they had the, the ship just fucking explodes <laughs> And then they argue about who sank it. And while they're doing that, Kiyoshiro shows up and uh, Kenjiro's like, oh, good. (laughs) A guy who's definitely on my side. And the Beast Pirates also say that. And they're like, help us sink the enemy. And he's like, oh, sink the enemy? I got it. And then (laughs) sinks another one of the Beast Pirate ships himself, slices it in half. In my memory, I thought this was basically where you learned. Like, I didn't remember that they told you in the flashback, Denjiro Jokerified into 
Kirishiro. <laughs> I thought that he just showed up here and fucked everybody up. And then we're like, wait a minute, whose side is he on? Unless you also remember him saving Hiori, which happened, I don't know, 50 episodes ago. I mean, it was still, it was still like, what, what, what was his deal? Obviously, he was like not a total bad guy. It's just like, hmm, why would he do that? He did have so, uh, like some deals going on. Like, I think his introduction, he's shit talking Orochi. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's also called Napping Kirishiro. I don't think I've ever seen him nap. I just, I, I love that he, he's just the guy who got so mad he, physi- he physiologically changed. Hair change, face <laughs> change. Nobody recognizes him. The one thing, if we took off the pompadour and everyone was like, oh, well, it's obviously Denjiro. <laughs> but no. So the next episode, 979, has a long-ass recap because you just want to watch that fight again. <laughs> and then Kirishiro's like, yeah, I'm on your side. I own the Kazuki clan, everybody. And they're like, why? Who are you? And he's like, don't you remember when we kidnapped that mountain boar? And Kanemon's like, only like two people could remember that. <laughs> and because he stayed undercover this whole time, he was able to free all of the samurai from uh, the prison. If you remember our, our pink haired main character of the samurai anime, you see him a couple times on these boats because they all show up. Uh, he loses the pompadour and. He adds like 1,200 samurai to this. And then this is my favorite part, is that he's like, Kinemon, your flyer plan was so sick to get everybody. And then like, it got leaked. So you changed it to put these two lines on it and then told the wrong port to all of your closest friends to lure out the, the spy. It was all on purpose. Great job. Obviously, if you put these two slashes on the Liz, on the thing... It removes these two letters, and we all know it should say Pit Viper. So everyone was at that port. <laughs> and they all, because it was farther away, they all went early before the bridges got blown up. <laughs> and Kenjiro's like, how was I outsmarted? And Kinemon's like, I really thought it said lizard, dude. <laughs> like, you don't Dog, gotta... <laughs> it said lizard. <laughs> you don't, <laughs> I was just like, you don't gotta pretend. <laughs> it's really funny, because I, uh, I started watching Barry recently, and that's all the first season is just, Shit just so happening to work out for him in a way that's insane. I've heard that show's good. I'm gonna I'm it's it's also it's one of those where I'm like, people are still talking about it like after it's over. I'll probably watch it. So I was with Severance. I'm like, oh people are still talking about Severance. Maybe I'll watch that. I I've heard the the second season is having trouble for Severance. Yeah, well, I know. I'm sure a lot of things are having trouble right now. <laughs> but yeah, no, there was a like the main creator was leaving or something with Severance. I don't remember. I saw something about it. But anyways, oh, this is where Kinemon makes his face. He makes that his embarrassed face. That's on his uh, leader card, the alt art. If you want to drop like 60 bucks on that. And now that everyone's here for real, the, they say they have uh, 5,400 people total, which is, I think the 5-4 is Gomu. I feel like we see that all the time in this. Yeah. Kinemon gets bullied by the rest of the Akazai 9. But like, you didn't fucking know. You were so confident about that being a fucking lizard. You're not this smart. You had no idea that Kanjiro was a spy or that you had a spy. Kanjiro's like, all right, well, I'll just draw a big bird to escape. <laughs> Momonosuke and some other people also reference this later, too. Are just like, just keep sort of being like, I thought you drew like shit. This is, you can't draw well. What's going on here? It just keeps coming up over and over again every time he draws something. But uh, Kawamatsu rushes to the shore to try and fight him. Very upset, understandably. You know, they've been through a lot together. <laughs> Can't believe the hair pervert <laughs> betrayed them. Yep, the most fucked up out of all of them is the one who's the bad guy also. I don't know if we mentioned that before. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, the the well-drawn bird lets them escape. Kinjura's like, also, I know Hiyori's alive, so I'll kill her too. Ha ha ha. He's just like, I, I'm not upset about it, but he really does just become like a different character fully. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I guess when you have the flashback say, it's like someone who can take on a completely new identity and get rid of themselves. Yeah, I mean, it's kind, I mean, I don't know, he's around for so much. Yeah. And the power is so specific every time it comes up that I'm like, Oda probably knew that for a long time. But something about it still just kind of feels like a band-aid. It's like, it's like, oh, well, I guess that's how he's never let on that <laughs> he's evil this whole time. But then when it's just like such a drastic shift, I'm like, all right. The, well. <laughs> the, the one thing that like stands out for him is like, he like helped uh, a country's revolution. Like he helped the <laughs> Dressrosa, like a revolution he's so in Dressrosa. so committed to the bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is the main big thing. It's not like he fought Germa or anything. But he did help take down a dictator by drawing a shitty looking Usopp. Is he just sandbagging it? Is that why he was always drawing like shit? <laughs> <laughs> gotta gotta throw it off so that when he needs when he, his presence is revealed, he can draw good, and everyone's too shocked to chase after him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, was, I wear this eye patch to suppress my power of of art skills. <laughs> Next episode, though, nine eighty, Kawamatsu saves Shinobu. Uh, Sanji goes into the air and tries to say Momonosuke. Usopp tries to do his marksman thing. It fails. Uh, Sanji, like, kicks a couple times on Kanjiro, but he just kind of blocks them and then, like, starts making an ink cloud that rains ink needles. <laughs> it's like, oh no, Kinemon's like, oh no, he has all these powers we didn't know about. <laughs> Shit! He, like, rocks out. He does, like, his hair turns into a brush, basically. Um, but yeah, then the raining ink needles is this whole thing, like, Nami trips and falls down and Sanji's, like, taking all of the needles for her. He's like, the only person who can pierce Nami's heart is me. <laughs> Fucking dumbass idiot. <laughs> but yeah, no, Kenjiro, it's weird, he's just, like, so comically evil at this point now, because he's, like, <laughs> reflecting on everything that was ever sacrificed for the Kazuki clan. Like, he has this flashback that would be, like, motivational if anyone else had it, <laughs> and he's like... And all of this, all of them now rely on this stupid, dumb little kid <laughs> who's crying and shitting his diaper. Momonosuke, you know, cries and doesn't know what to do. He has his motivational flashback about Luffy making him stand up and lead people at, like, Udon. Uh, and he basically just resolves himself to do it again. He says, like, you know, stop worrying about me. I'll escape on my own. Focus on taking on Kaido and Orochi. And Luffy makes fun of him. <laughs> Also tells them to survive because they're friends. Everyone's very touched by this, by everyone. I mean, like, Kinemon and the Samurai. Uh, I remember watching this the first time and thinking, why doesn't he turn into a dragon? Like, doesn't that happen when he's stressed <laughs> out? We forget about that. Because I felt like it had been so long since I'd seen him turn into a dragon. Yeah, it has. I guess it really hasn't been either, but... A little bit, though. <laughs> this is a moment where he, he would have... Think. I, I felt that way watching it too, and I was like, they forget, or is it just like <laughs> he's growing up a little bit so he has more control? Like, <laughs> but I remember, like, I because I think I like sent a Snapchat of it or something to Plock when I was watching this at the time. I was like, did Oda forget that he turns into a dragon? <laughs> and he was like, no, absolutely not. Like, the, it, the most possible no. <laughs> he did not forget. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, I guess he's just growing up. And I'm like, <laughs> waiting for him to poof, turn into a dragon. But he's becoming a big, strong man. It's interesting, the character arc Momonosuke gets to have, which is so different than 
I guess I should say other main characters because he basically is one at this point alongside all the other, like, or I guess Keenamon at least. Um, cause they've been around so fucking long. Yeah. It's been they've been like, they weren't, you know, they weren't on the screen, I guess for, uh, you know, I almost said German double six, but I guess, you know, uh, the, the whole cake art, but the fact that they were introduced at like 600 or something. So they've been around. We've known about them for so long yeah. and they get to develop and evolve and learn about them so much, but also by nature of being specific to a location in one piece, we know that that arc ends. They're not going to be with Luffy literally forever. Like it has an ending point, which most characters in Shonen don't really get to have. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting the way that he gets to like, it's like, oh man, my boy has grown up. We've, we've been, we've had him for so long. And also it's not like the ending of his arc is bad if there's another f- five years of the sh- of the show yeah um because his arc gets to end i'm like wow we watched him grow up over like 10 fucking years and now we have to continue with the rest of one piece afterwards um i don't know it's just interesting to me maybe that's maybe that's not as big of a deal i i haven't seen many other shonens to the extent i have this one yeah if you're going by like anime momonosuke has been with them for like 10 years We've we've been with him for like ten years. A decade of him Momo, and Kinemon you... have been around for like ten years. Yeah, and Kanjiro almost as long. Yeah, Rizo showed up right before Whole Cake. Almost feels like it counts less. Right, I almost feel like I didn't even acknowledge Rizo until he started doing stuff and and like Udon. But uh, yeah, no, it's they've just been around for 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 so long as like these uh, pivotal. Even if we didn't realize how much. Um, it's been really it's, it's one of the benefits of getting to rewatch so much of this stuff like rewatching Punk Hazard knowing about time travel <laughs> is one thing I got to do yeah I don't know definitely appreciate all this stuff more than I did watching it the first time uh, after the eye catch in this episode though Law complains about the samurai being like alright get off my submarine <laughs> yeah and they're just like thank you for taking us in <laughs> don't this isn't a meeting base for you Okay, guys, here's where we go from now. Yeah, and then Lot continues to basically just, like, make their plans for them. They're like, all right, fuck off. Like, that's his thing. He's just like, leave me alone. And then he overhears what they're doing, and he's like, I'll fix it. I'll make it better. <laughs> like, look, there's going to be two idiots that are just going to charge in. We can't tell them the plan because <laughs> they're not going to listen. They're just going to do what they want, which is a great distraction for the real good plan, actually. We have to build our plan around the uncontrollable idiots. <laughs> Very funny. I mean, we'll get to it, but like, he's he's basically right. But I do love how much Luffy is saying, hey, you're not sticking to the plan to kid. Yeah. Like, I love that Luffy's <laughs> somehow more responsible than kid <laughs> just barely i guess but yeah so they're all gonna make their plans i think in the next episode but uh more ships are coming to attack and then like all the samurai ships are going out on the pirate ships i just love seeing fucking fleets of ships fighting it it's not really a thing we see very often in one piece because like no despite the fact that they're pirates yeah well, well it's like they're not really I'm sure we'll see more of it before the end because yeah. we know there's a straw hat fleet, but like it's usually just the one ship. Maybe they're running away from the Navy. There's not really a lot of ship battles at length. Um, I think maybe because Jinbei's about to show up, I'm thinking of like uh, escaping from Impel Down is like a, a close example. But like, I'm just su- such a sucker for that shit. Not even just pirates, but just like 
boats. You know, like my favorite game, I guess, is still, you know, Skies of Arcadia, which is all pirates and airships. But like Love Master and Commander, which is like ship battles. One of the better parts of the good Pirates of the Caribbean movies. And there's like two and a half good ones. <laughs> so it's just really cool to see it in one piece for once. Again, I'm sure we'll see more of it by the end. And I look forward to it. But I don't know. It's just like it's it's not really such a big thing in one piece. And I'm like, oh, you made the fleet. We have a straw hat fleet. Is that just going to be a bunch of people at the final place fighting? Or are there actually going to be all of their ships involved? Are we going to get to see Bart's going Luffy ship going toe to toe with, I don't know, Buggy? <laughs> trying to think of who's, who's, who's going to be there. But Shanks. Bart's going to fight Shanks. Yeah. I, it, well, you're closer to that than you think. Than you might realize. <laughs> um, but, uh, Weird, because I'm, like, thinking of, like, oh, the Straw Hat fleet is made up of all these, like, uniquely designed ships and characters. You know, your mileage may vary in how much you give a shit about them. But I'm, like, I don't think that's true for any of the other emperors. At least not that we know of yet. I'm, like, oh, I kind of know about Blackbeard's crew and all of his commanders. But I'm, like, do they have distinct things going on? (laughs) Or (laughs) I, I feel like I haven't seen what their ships look like. I've just seen, I guess, the main one. But. We also only really see the main ship of Big Moms. Uh, does Kaido have a ship? Probably. That's a good point. <laughs> we're, com- we're bringing the fight to him. So wait, you're telling me that they don't, like, murder Kaido in front of everyone and, like, cut his head off and, like, celebrate around his decapitated corpse? Yeah, you know, that, that giant sword we see <laughs> um, when we get to Odegaishima? Yeah, we just pick that up and then... <laughs> It gets really grim for a little bit. It's a weird, weird tonal shift. It is weird. Yeah, blood rains for like three days. <laughs> you have to watch it in real time. <laughs> just, a, just, a, just a sobering reflection on mortality. <laughs> you know, it's a bold shift, but it makes sense. Uh, anyways, Jinbei's back. <laughs> he shows up yeah! and destroys some ships. Jinbei Pog. And knocks out some weapons. Uh, Jinbei Pog. Luffy does make a Pog face. Jinbei may be the straw hat least likely to make a Pog face. <laughs> That's true. He doesn't really have lips. No, neither does Brooke, which is interesting. I'm like, can Brooke do a pog face? He 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 can't pog, but he can like he can do the ultimate soy because it's all the like teeth showing, smiling. That's true. He can't do that. I feel like by being close to Luffy turns you into a cartoon character. We all know this. Yeah. But I feel I feel like he should just say that he should be able to like his teeth merge into lips. You know, like full Looney Tune. That would look really fun. I want to see. I do want to see Jinbei Pog as well. I want to see Robin Pog. Maybe maybe she's the least likely to do it. <laughs> That's the more impressive thing. It's like I guess we've never seen Jinbei say, "Hey, cool robot." That's true. He's just an adult. He, he did. Zoro's never done it either. I guess probably. Yeah, Zoro wasn't that impressed by like when they did the combination attack in a uh... docking. Yeah, when they did that. For all the American terms, Oda definitely knows about. I don't know if he knows docking. I'm still. He's still. <laughs> he still just put docking into his thing. Because <laughs> Jinbei didn't like get excited about the vehicles when frankie showed him off in this chunk so no well also i guess he'd seen them before he did i don't remember him getting excited in fishman yeah, island either. he's like oh yeah i saw those but nice <laughs> cool good job guess that's what happens when you're an adult how depressing <laughs> you don't get the soy out over robots anymore <laughs> Uh, 981, everybody hugs Jinbei. He's the dad that stepped up. <laughs> we're, we're so happy about it. We get a ton of flashbacks to make us emotional about all the things he did. And he finally takes the, the helm. He's their helmsman. Yeah. And Frankie's, Frankie's like, so glad that there's someone who can pull out the full potential of the Thousand Sunny, the ship I made. And he's like, yeah, watch this. And he fucking Tokyo drifts. <laughs> I, I love uh, 
law and kids reaction to this like what the fuck is jimbei's just joining luffy that's that's yeah, cheating I, I guess nobody yeah knows no, about yeah, this like, oh yeah no one knows and technically he said it at fishman island so we've known about it for a million years <laughs> yeah. longer than momonosuke and kingdom on been around but then it's taken so long even as recently as you know like we saw my whole cake and spent time with them and he was like yep totally this time brb <laughs> i got something to do real quick but yeah for anyone else <laughs> in the world they're like former warlord jinbei shows up and hangs out with luffy <laughs> la i i feel like maybe it should be less surprised because of marineford i don't remember who actually took luffy's body to la's sub at marineford oh yeah that's true. Because Jinbei was carrying him for a while. I think Buggy just carried the hat. Anyways, yeah, kid, kid's impressed. <laughs> but yeah, so they see uh, a shrine in between them and Onigashima, and like Luffy smells food, Zora smells booze. So they are like, let's just take that shrine. Kinemon says he wants to discuss the plan with Luffy when they get there, and I guess they never do. <laughs> I don't actually remember Kinemon ever tells Luffy anything, <laughs> even though Luffy repeatedly says, hey, you're not following the plan, kid. So I guess they do, and I just don't remember a specific scene. I also like uh, Zoro fighting with Sanji. Sanji's like, "How do you smell alcohol?" It's like you're not a cook, and you're a cook, and you can smell the alcohol. You can't smell the alcohol. Wow, you must not be a very good cook then. Why do we keep you around? You suck shit, dude. Can't smell the booze. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I like that Zoro just is that much of a drunk now. <laughs> He's just. <laughs> functioning he's functioning funny. he's the most fu- he's the most functioning someone could be <laughs> that's the thing is like it's not it's not that enma's actually hard to use it's just that he's 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 tipped the line where he's like just drinking too much and missing <laughs> um but yeah so the minx and hiogoro go to kinemon law still annoyed we finally get some new eye catches although it's still just these two for a little while um they're nice i like them but Kinemon explains that the only way, there's only one way past the wall. There's a big wall around Onigashima. You gotta go in the front door past this shrine fortress. And then on the actual island on the ground, they're gonna try and sneak around the back. Because from the blueprint, there's a back door. So they're like, great, let's do that. And Jinjiro's like, man, that's a really great plan for fooling Kanjiro. What's the real plan, though? And La says, like, look, no matter what you do, Two big dumb idiots are going to run in there and fuck up anything. <laughs> so just let them be the decoys and then actually do what the plan you were talking about where you go in the back door. <laughs> also, I will take some of you to the very, very back with my submarine because they can get past the whirlpools, I guess. And then he'll just use his power to get them past the walls. I don't know why they don't do this for everybody. Because <laughs> at a certain point, I'm like, all right, cool. Rizo and... I think Okiku, and I can't remember everyone who's on the sub. What's the benefit of having them show up later? I don't remember if there is one. Maybe I'll remember when to get there. I watched these episodes not that long ago. Can't, we can't fit everyone in. I guess that's true. I'm surprised Okiku fits at all. She's tall. <laughs> that is true. Um, but yeah, so they that that's their plan. They're, Luffy says, let's take this fortress at the front under the shrine. And they just do it. Frankie, like, chucks the anchor into a wall and Jinbei... As I said, Tokyo Drifts. And they were like, how is the ship even doing this? But he's so cool and good at it. Everyone starts fighting and showing off cool moves. Well, almost everybody. We, we do get a snippet of um, Nami and, and Chopper and Usopp just kind of saying, like, they don't need our help. We can just sit over here. Yeah. Good job, guys. Good job. But we do get, like, 
everyone else doing like cool big moves and like title cards coming up with the name of their move including uh robin's big feet hell yeah i was cheering yeah i can't go unmentioned on the podcast of course <laughs> and sanji's like damn look at those feet <laughs> i pause it to make sure like look out the window make sure i can't like my girlfriend's car isn't pulling up I'm like oh hell yeah and i start going feet yeah yeah you just leave it paused <laughs> for how long how long are we talking <laughs> And then Rain looks at me like he's ashamed of me. He knows. He knows. Rain is ashamed. <laughs> Don't say like he's ashamed. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's great. It's it's nice to see everyone kicking ass now that they're finally together again. It's it's not the full everyone is is contributing necessarily, <laughs> but uh, it's a good you know what's the appetite? They decide that they're gonna like in the next episode have a toast to Jinbei joining them, and then very quickly decide, nah, let's do it later. But that's the next episode. Spoilers for the whole thing. Um, nine eighty two. Uh, the samurai, for some reason, are worried about the Straw Hats taking the gate on their own, and then they do. Um, they just clear it out, and they're like, all right, thanks for leading the way, and they all just, you know, go past. And Dinjiro makes some comment about being really happy that Kinemon is leading this and, uh, connected with such strong people who can help them out. Uh, Hyogoro has a line, but it must be later. I could have swore it was in this scene, but eventually Hyogoro says, like, Luffy just keeps turning people's despair into like joy and happiness and hope. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, that's Luffy. All right. That's just has this magical power <laughs> to make people hopeful, I guess. There's two other people that we've met that are like this. Yeah. <laughs> Did they have magical powers as well? I don't know. You know, Odin didn't seem to. He just seemed to be like super strong and buff. Yeah. I mean,. I don't think Roger had, like, if we're talking fruits, I don't think Roger had a fruit either. That's true. Roger didn't either. By all accounts, I think we'd know by now. <laughs> yeah. I think the but. real secret to being powerful on the Grand Line and in the New World, whatever, is to not have a devil fruit. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, kind of. Um, It's interesting. There's, I can't show you the video because there's a a bit of a spoiler information in it of a recent fight, but there's, like, a really funny video of someone arguing that, like, like, ba- basically, we saw Shanks do something, and everyone's like, Shanks is just fighting with a sword. He's a swordsman. <laughs> but Mihawk's the greatest swordsman, so that means Shanks is weaker than Mihawk. And everyone's like, no. No, he's a hockey man. He uses hockey. And everyone's like, there's no such thing as a hockey man. That's cope. You're coping. <laughs> it's cope used by people with agendas. Uh, and I just think it's very, very funny. And I keep seeing it on in various One Piece places. Um, and so I... I Hockey man. No such thing as a hockey man. <laughs> but I do think that's like, it, it, that's the thing with both Roger and Shanks is that they have this sword. They just like use a sword and ostensibly are so fucking good <laughs> at being guys, whatever, whatever, however you want to quantify hockey, that they just can fucking decimate. I also saw some fucked up theories about Mihawk recently. Unrelated to that. <laughs> Is he's he's an actual Dracula, right? Yeah, he's he's an actual Dracula. No, it's actually not even a spoiler because it's just a, a a theory based on like stuff that happened at Marineford. Um, because someone I think it was on the Reddit was like, there's a th- there's a thing in Marineford where Luffy's like sort of fighting Mihawk and he gets like a vision of his arms getting cut off and he's like stops attacking and is like, is this the first time he accidentally read the future? And someone's like, I just have this theory that Mihawk can project visions into people's minds. <laughs> Honestly, that would be that would work. Because he just so he just he just shows them scary shit, (laughs) 
as like some new awakened level of observation <laughs> hockey is giving them visions. Um, but the reason that that's interesting to me is that of the like weird telepathy powers we had with uh, Zunisha, the elephant, um, we talked about how they have the same eye for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so that's why i'm like shit is that real can mihawk actually give people like the negative bad vibes that <laughs> yeah. will kill david lynch <laughs> how does miss golden week factor to all this ah i gotta bring it back about to her the, how could i forget the the golden week variable <laughs> uh we're recording this during golden week it's, it is. it's technically luffy's birthday in japan oh hell yeah I'm going to go eat some meat for in in uh, honor of him. Absolutely. I'm going to make my girlfriend eat meat, even though she's vegan. Like, Luffy would yeah. want this. <laughs> Tofu on stick. Would Luffy like... Uh... That's just the generic thing. There's other meat substitutes, but I'm trying to think. What's a Beyond, Beyond Burger on stick? Would Luffy like vegan meats? I don't know. Tomorrow will be actually Luffy's birthday in the States, which is great. The, the time difference is so big that you really get to celebrate it for two days. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Golden, Golden Week comes to a close with, with, with Children's Day. Another very funny thing, I retweeted this from the um, Our We Are account, but uh, the imposter Luffy from Saba Odi has the same birthday oh. as Luffy. So like, they always do their like, birthday posts of like all the characters who have the same <laughs> birthday. And it's just Luffy and fake Luffy. <laughs> That's really good. That's really funny. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen that before. So I'm like, do all the other fake straw hats share birthdays with their their fucking host? But <laughs> let let me know in the chat. Post post in the chat if you know. Picking up where we left off in the episode, we go now to Orochi's harem in Onigashima. He's very happy that everything was taken care of because um it was. There is no raid happening. He's super safe and sound. He will not die. Yeah. But yeah, we see Queen wanting more soup, his uh, favorite, you know, red bean soup. But Big Mom wants too much. So it's being, uh, you know, not like anything gets wasted here in, <laughs> on this place. But um, he's mad about that. And we get our first glimpse of Kaido's son. Because Kaido's like, where's my son? Where's my son at? And it was like, we, we get like glimpses of someone like... Smashing rocks. <laughs> smashing rocks with like a, a big... prisoner. <laughs> Yeah, and they are, like, chained up, I think. Yeah, and they're wearing this, like, ogre mask. And you do hear the name Yamato, I believe. Yeah. And at this point, you're probably like, wait a minute, I know that name and I've seen that character. <laughs> I know that name and I've seen them. Normally they have fat tits. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? Trance. Yamato trance. <laughs> I, was, I was, I don't remember, I was going through my, my bookmarks on Twitter, because I guess I at, accidentally bookmarked stuff a lot. And I have one that someone drew. I had one that someone drew that was Yamato and Luffy. It's like, I'm trans. I'm cool. I'm Brazilian. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Canon. Uh, yeah. People, I mean, like, because Yamato has fat tits, people are so dumb and <laughs> stupid about their pronouns and their gender. It's weird seeing people get, like, violently angry, but it's like, no, just because they say he, it's actually a mistranslation of this and this. I don't know about that. It's not. I mean, there is like th the reason that they identify the way they do is interesting. It is unique. But Oda has really doubled down on like when we do the bathhouse scenes, they're with the guys. <laughs> Kaido doesn't misgender them. Kaido says son, which I think is based and woke of him to <laughs> respect. Um, but yeah, no, people are super weird um, because believe it or not, a lot of anime fans are fucking incels and <laughs> yeah. transphobic. 
yeah. and are just like, no, if I find it hot, <laughs> it has to be this. Well, it's gay otherwise. Yeah. Meanwhile, nobody has issues with Okiku because they <laughs> present uh, in a specific way that they're like, yeah, okay, well, that's girl. <laughs> so girl. So far, of course, we're, we have not yet seen Yamato reveal side boob. They are, they are still having long sleeves and they're wearing this like ogre mask <laughs> and they're cool. And we'll see more of them eventually. But for now, this is our introduction and you learning that they're Kaido-san. Which I think, I think is so funny that you didn't know. Kaido's also summoning the Toby Ropo. Well, well I guess he's not. The Toby Ropo get, are arriving. They're getting summoned and Ka- to Kaido <laughs> for a reason he wants them. But they were he was going to do it later. <laughs> and King had them show up earlier. Well, yeah. it's <laughs> dumb for no real reason, but... <laughs> Talk about it more when that scene actually happens. We do get a glimpse of the Toby Ropo. We'll see all of them here soon, but uh, they're all like shadowed and, and secretive. Is there is their top brass, I believe, the strongest? Uh, well, I guess he has his top three guys, the lead performers. Yeah. And then, I, then he has the Toby Ropo and then all the other fucking categories that we're about to hear Queen <laughs> rap out because Queen has a big... Fancy dance number to put on. And Apu is here on the ones and twos. They rap back and forth. They're trading verses. God, I, had, I would. Is this the, do you still hate Apu or is this like the most I mean, he's appealed? Him doing this stuff is really cool. I still want to break his fucking freak arms. All the better to DJ. Yeah. I was just like snap. It's like you don't get three joints. Now you get six. Now you get 12. Fuck you. How are you smoking six uh blunts at once i want uh I'm double double six six quadruple jointed the the fake tales queen starts break uh comic where shadow saying he broke all his bones over thousands of years that was only like a minute in real time yeah. or whatever every time i move all of my bones break and then reform <laughs> yeah i want to do that to him yeah he deserves that so does kid You'll find out. And and, and then my, my hubris for this is that because someone posted the uh the like gender swapped uh worst generation and so uh Orta drew all of them gender swapped <laughs> and Apu unfortunately is cute. <laughs> it's the nicest looking one. Yeah. I like all of them. It's interesting that they're all like more <laughs> distinctly designed than Oda actually draws women. <laughs> yeah. They're all unique. Although I think Oda has changed on that a little bit. I guess just to say, since Wano has been ending in the manga, various new characters have shown up where I'm like, my man still got it. All <laughs> these designs fucking rule. <laughs> but that's, you know, we'll, we'll talk about those when they get animated, I guess. But yeah, they do this like whole music number, calling out like all the different people in the crew. Um, he gets up to the Toby Ropo, but they're not there. It's very funny, long silence. And he's like, just kidding. We know that they're never here. <laughs> And everyone laughs and cheers. He's like, all right, time to start going through Orochi's people. And then we don't see that. We instead go see Orochi, who is uh, getting big wasted. You know, Kaido's crew seems like it's like the coolest of the bad guy crews to be a part of. Yeah. I mean, being in Big Mom's crew just seems fucking stressful. <laughs> well, especially because if you if you have any sort of prominence in it, you're her kid. So, like, you have that extra yeah. stress there. And if you're not, a, I mean, even if you are a kid, you could still die at any given moment. <laughs> yeah. If you f- experience fear, your life will be sucked from your body, which I'm going to say it makes me a little anxious. <laughs> I would pretty quickly get my life sucked. <laughs> I think instead of fear, it should be anxiety. And then we can get a 
realistic animated depiction of a panic attack in One Piece. See, I only saw that about Mario. I don't know what else they're referencing when people uh, say that. It, it goes back to Puss in Boots. Oh. Is, is what people are making. People made a really big deal about Puss in Boots having a panic attack. <laughs> and then it became this like high watermark of like this blowing up on kindergarten Twitter <laughs> kind of shit. Like, yeah. why is the hardest moment I've ever seen in a movie from Paw Patrol? It's like, dude, you're talking about Paw Patrol right now. <laughs> I didn't even think the Mario thing was a panic attack. I was like, I don't know. He's breathing heavy. He ran away from Bowser. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? But then like, yeah, they they announced it for Spider-Verse. Yeah. And I was like, can we fucking grow up here? (laughs) I'm not. I like Spider-Verse less than most people because most people are a little over the top about it. But they keep saying shit about like, all right, this new movie's part one of a of a double feature and it's over two hours long. And I'm like, I think you might have misunderstood what you were good at. <laughs> I don't know if that bombastic style is going to work <laughs> for such a long like it's it's got a little it's a little much for maybe a for maybe a 220. But I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. I'm sure it'll make a ton of money. Anyway. Yes. Luffy should have a realistic um, depiction of a panic attack. And then Law talks him through it. And it's like a PSA. <laughs> Anyways, where was it? I, I just like looked at my notes and I felt like I had not looked at them in all day. <laughs> we get we get more introduction to the Toby Ropo. It is still in shadow for a little bit, but then I think by the end of this scene, it just like someone turns the lights on. Uh, but we start with X Drake. I'm sorry, DS Drake, who we know. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we knew he was in the Toby Ropo. We just knew he was part of. Uh... Kaido's crew, and then we also just recently learned he's undercover. Yes. And he's gotten way deeper than I would expect an undercover Marine to be able to get, realistically. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I guess he, he was part of the worst generation, which maybe helps the cover. Um, it's interesting to think that, like, yeah, he got much deeper than Apu, because they both joined, presumably, at the same time. Or actually, maybe x has been here longer, come to think of it. And then, this, the, the I'll bring it up again. He has the worst cover for being, oh, well, I my dad was one, and I used to be. No! Like- yeah, <laughs> I followed in his footsteps temporarily, and now I'm a pirate for real. I'm chill, guys. I promise. <laughs> yeah. So we meet some some new people. Sasaki's new. I love their design. I love all these designs, but Sasaki's very cool. Sasaki uh, looks Paige- like they should be related to Bart. A little bit, yeah. I think. Well, the green hair Bart's and the jaw. not a fish man. I think. I think Sasaki either is or it's from their fruit. I can't remember. Because oh. I mean, spoil. I mean, fucking all these people are fucking dinosaurs. But <laughs> except for, I guess. Well, I guess you'll find out. Um, we see Page One's normal guy mode, and he is a zoomer. He's wearing a mask <laughs> style. He's wearing a bug hat, <laughs> two tone hair, <laughs> like two tone yeah. clothes, the purple comb over hair. Yeah. Also known as Pepe. <laughs> by his sister Ulti, who is now your favorite character. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> She's great. She's so good. Her, her she headbutts people great. when she gets mad. <laughs> and she 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 is very fucking fun. annoying. Yeah. I love her. And yeah, and then I think Who's Who? Who's Who I also think very cool guy. Um and Black Maria, who is very tall. <laughs> yeah. Big tall uh pleasure hall lady, basically. And yeah, they're being summoned by Kaido. Twenty-seven feet tall. <laughs> Holy shit! Did you did you look up her height? Yeah, I just googled her name and height because if I type in too much, I'll probably get a spoiler of like she's actually eh. this person. Fuck! I'm trying. I can't I believe she's Usopp's mom. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> she just got a nose job. Um, I yeah, twenty seven feet. I, you you do see her next to Kaido at one point, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know she's fucking tall. <laughs> but uh, who who is the tallest? Well, the tallest giant maybe. It's, it's, it's this is saying Dory. I don't know if that's true anymore. <laughs> but you know, Black Maria tall. I don't know if that comes from the fruit she has, or if that's just related. I don't or, or unrelated. It's hard to say with any of these people. People just get fucking big in One Piece. This listicle says Zunisha is the tallest character. It's like, okay, fuck oh, you. Oh, well, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Laboon. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Come on. <laughs> just because they're named doesn't mean that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> it's it's like whenever I watch like bad listicle videos for wrestling things, and then the number one is like the first like eight are things I've never heard about in wrestling or know very little, and then the last two are like, what the fuck else did I expect? It's the yeah, like in Arrested Development, I don't know what I expected. Yeah, well, you looked in the dead dove bag. <laughs> we'll also see the numbers. Well, we'll see one of the numbers in this section, and uh, they're fucking big as shit too. Yeah. Um, they're like, it's kind of hard to tell because they're inside. And I'm like, I don't know. Every giant looks fucking big. You don't really you don't really see a size comparison on the screen when a character goes. They're taller than a giant. Yeah, you basically have to have the <laughs> the, the Ant-Man thing, <laughs> which I did finally watch that movie. It's not nearly as like uh, you don't hear that as often as <laughs> I was made to believe. But you do hear it like a couple times. <laughs> they're like, oh, we're so big. You have to we have to tell you. Um, the numbers are like ore sizes. Fuck. God, ore is so fucking big. Um, and we meet we meet Hacha, who is the eighth one. I don't know if all of their names are numbers. I feel like I'm like, is Hacha eight? Is Ha eight? I don't know. I think so because five is named Goki. So yeah, I think I think all of their names are related to to numbers. Love to have a good organizational system. <laughs> we'll learn more about what their fucking deal is. But we'll, we'll, in this section, we will see one show up wearing fucking Kill Bill. Jumpsuit. <laughs> Anyways, back to Luffy. He wants to make this big toast. I, it feels like a nice mirror to Reverse Mountain a little bit. The way that everyone's just sort of standing around being like, yeah, we're here. Um, but then they decide not to toast right now. They'll toast later and have a big banquet with everybody else because this is when everyone's sort of rushing by the, the other samurai and um, everyone going to Onigashima a little bit before them. This is where Hirogora mentions turning everyone's despair into hope. How wonderful. Luffy's like, yeah, let's just do this after we win. And then off they go. The, the final shot of the episode, I think, is just like the 10 uh, mugs mugs of, of alcohol. Sake, I guess. Booze is what the subtitles always say. I wonder if there's like a relevance to what kind of alcohol they're drinking. I feel like that came up once when they actually shared like the big cup with the straw hat fleet. But I don't really remember. Mm. I know. I know sake has like. Has traditions back to like samurai, and it's still used in like yakuza. And sharing sake is with like kind of like making a bond or forging a friendship kind of deal. But mm-hmm. happens all the time in One Piece, so <laughs> that's how I know about it. Um, Nine eighty three, Luffy sets sail to join them in Onigashima. Kid and Killer passed them, and Jinbei's like, "Now nah, I'll get back in the lead. I'll fucking, I'll fucking <laughs> fuck them up." Um, they should get a bubble dispenser this so that so they can just go underwater at any point. <laughs> <laughs> they should have that. Why not? Jinbei has got to know how to do that. I feel like that's got to be like a fishman secret to know how to do that too. Yeah, or just like yeah, teach Frankie how to make a machine that doesn't. Happen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Rizo sort of repeats the plan, but the samurai splitting up. Uh, you see a little bit more of Ronin guys when now that they arrive. You know the big skull, um, the giant sword in the ground, all these other things. You know, it's got a, it's got a look, and it's the most that I've seen something animated and been like. <laughs> 
this is a panel of manga that's not in any way interpreted. Because <laughs> it's like the way that you see a couple bridges and it's not even like because you see someone going to walk over them. They're just like there in the foreground stylistically. I think it looks great. You said it looked kind of cartoony when you first saw the skull. I, I do think Odega, I mean, it, it does work. It is. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> or I, I'm sure they like built it or whatever, but it's much funnier if there's just this menacing demon island in Wano. The, the entire, this has always been there. And Kaido's like, this makes a good base. <laughs> I'd like to live in a big skull. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, could, I could see myself moving in here. Yeah. The vibes are perfect, really. Uh, but yeah, so they, they get there. You know, Kaido's castles and the way back of it. They're like, all right, everyone's still drinking. Seems like nobody's been warned yet. Usopp knocks out some people who are on guard. There's like two people on guard. And he just like puts them to sleep with a stinky flower. And uh, after the eye catch, we see all of the samurai destroy their ships as a symbol of their determination. They're like, we do not, we will not be leaving on them one way or the other. We'll never even run away. We, we don't have the option. Everyone's like, damn, that's so cool. We're so not doing that ourselves, though. The Sunny, we're just going to park the Sunny. Hope that's fine. Kit should be able to wear his ship. I think Kit should just be able to, like, connect to it like a mech. I think so, too. I think at that point, Kit's power is getting too similar to the guy from Stampede's. <laughs> that, yeah. Because he could just turn any, he could, like, turn whatever he magneted into other stuff. Whereas Kid just magnets. I mean, that would be cool if Kid's, like, ship was made out of a material so that he also used it for, like, a massive punk Gibson so that yeah. and then he can put it back together after like almost or if he could kid should be able to make like a toku suit he should be able to like challenge uh, the yeah. battle frankie yeah we need to get kid and, and frankie in the fucking booth together <laughs> we need that we need a collab there yeah very funny scene here we noticed the, the straw hats suddenly notice that they're surrounded by beast pirates <laughs> and then in reality that takes about a minute to notice that kinemon set up like his disguise portal <laughs> Because he can just, like, make clothes and, I guess, like, why not let him make a little gate? Yeah. That does it for you. What is it called? Kinemon's, like, clothing store or something? Yeah. Know. Kid goes through it. It's, you know, the, the Beast Pirates bondage core. But Kid <laughs> goes through it and Luffy's like, damn, looking great, Kid. And Kid blushes. <laughs> uh, then the Straw Hats go through. We get moments showing off all of their designs. Jinbei really looks like that one picture of Mr. Krabs in bondage. <laughs> More so than anybody else. How how come Robin's outfit is more uh, revealing than Nami's? Robin, I don't know. Robin doesn't even get it. Got to switch up the fan service <laughs> yeah. every now and then, I guess. I do like also just getting like a magical girl transformation sequence for the fucking suits. Oh, yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, everybody gets their, their little outfit changes. Little horns come with it, of course. And uh, that's basically the, that it for this episode. <laughs> basically, Kinemon's just like, all right, good luck, gamers. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, GG. And, uh, 984, we go back to Orochi, who's just vibing. We get reminders of all the things he did that make him not worried. And we basically cut from that to the raid starting. <laughs> uh, everyone entering in disguises. So Kid's, like, running forward, and Luffy's like, hey. That's not the we're plan. Supposed to s- we're- the plan is to split around the back in these two different groups. Denjiro's leading one of the groups. I don't think we talked about that, if you care about us uh, detailing the plot on this podcast. So Kid's just like, fuck, I'm gonna go, fuck that. I'm fighting Kaido, I'm gonna cut his head off. I'm walking straight through. Luffy follows him to try and correct him, and then Zoro's like, 
I got this. I'll follow Luffy to correct him. And Jinbei's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, Jinbei's not used to this yet. <laughs> so later when it comes up, Jinbei tells everyone else, and they're like, ah, god damn it. <laughs> I, I like this because that because I imagine that's happened multiple times. Like, uh, island adventures that we were not privy to see. I imagine, like, they did that to Brooke. They're like, fuck it, Brooke, why did you let them do that? Why did you let them run off like that? You should know better. He's like, oh, I just joined. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like Jinbei is the most mature person to the extent where I'm like, I feel like that's uniquely hard for him to adjust to <laughs> yeah. how dumb Luffy is. <laughs> and to a different extent, Zoro. <laughs> yeah. Did we ever call on the podcast? We made a whole bit about inventing tile to put on Zoro, and someone on Twitter was like, yeah, that's what the fever card is. I can't remember <laughs> if we mentioned that on the podcast or not, but it's very funny. <laughs> That is true. Should yeah. just make a Zoro Viver card. <laughs> I was gonna say they should, they should give Zoro Viver cards for everyone in the crew, but I don't think he would be able to interpret it. <laughs> no, he'd he'd, no, he'd he'd forget. It's like, oh, it goes in the opposite direction of where they are. Yeah, it it would move forward, and he would like turn left. <laughs> is it the alcohol? Well, does he, he blame it on the al, al, al alcohol? He he was he wasn't drinking before the time skip, and that's where. I feel like at first, like, Super came out and, like, Skypea, maybe? A lot of things that feel, like, so <laughs> integral, and I'm like, when did that start? I think the first time I saw Zoro get lost might have been in your Slobby or Water 7. <laughs> either either early, I can't remember if it's early Water 7 or, like, post-arc party zone Water 7. Maybe it's in Skypea, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, that happens. They're all running inside. Uh, I, I love that Law didn't even, like, tell the other Straw Hats that, like, we're counting on it. <laughs> But he does explain it again to the uh, samurai <laughs> yeah. and all the people there. I, Kawamatsu's like, wow, you must have so much faith in your friend. And Law's like, we're not friends. <laughs> Shut up. He's just a guy I know from school. <laughs> just a co-worker, even though we don't have the same job. Like, are you still a, uh, in an alliance? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> He's just a guy, okay? Leave me alone. Kanjiro is lost in the catacombs. He's trying to get back to Orochi. And it's very funny because he just kind of like keeps killing people <laughs> in, his, in his path, yeah. even though they're ostensibly on the same side. Well, they don't know that. They don't know that. And rather than explain it, you think that he's like carrying around tied up Momonosuke. You think he'd just be like, look, but no, he'd just rather kill them, I guess. Momonosuke sees a knife and uh, we'll, we'll learn that he tries to escape, but it's off screen and it doesn't work. And Luffy gets inside of the big party on the performance floor. I think that's what it's called. Um, after the eye catch, we also see like Zoro get there. He turns down a drink, and people, all the people there, are, like bragging about the other poor towns that aren't getting this shit. That's a recurring theme <laughs> for the next like two episodes. <laughs> Makes everybody mad. By everybody, I mean Zoro and Luffy. Back outside, Frankie is like, "Time to whip out my dick and balls shaped motorcycle," <laughs> and he does. He he pulls out the motorcycle and the tank, which Chopper and Usopp drive. And it's great. They're like, we got to combine. You know, we'll meet up in the back of uh, of uh, Onigashima. Sounds like a plan. Jinbei's like, or I think everyone's like, where's Luffy and Zoro? And Jinbei's like, oh, they ran ahead. And everyone's like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. That's not good. Uh, but then Nami, Carrot, and Shinobu, they all get in the tank with Usopp. Sanji's jealous. <laughs> but he's not in between all of them. Frank, I think Frankie, like, offers a ride to Robin. And Brooke's like, I'll take it instead. How about a bromance? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then Sanji's like, Robin, ride with me on top of the tank. And she's like, I'm just going to take a walk with Jinbei. <laughs> Robin loves Jinbei. I, I gotta hang out with the other adult. <laughs> yeah. You don't know how long I've been waiting for this. <laughs> Another grown-up. 
finally. Yeah. And uh, I think Yamano is like watching this. We sort of get like a glimpse of them in the mask nearby after this happens. <laughs> Zoro gets mad about the people wasting food and drink and like force forces the guy to drink the booze and like drowns him with it. <laughs> and then someone like startles him, I guess. Like he turns quickly and he knocks him out with, I guess he has Conqueror's hockey. Is this is this new for, for us? Oh, uh, I'm not sure. I mean, it's not new for me because I've seen this before. But like there's like two sections in this where like he knocks out people with this and it's like is this the introduction of him being able to do this another reason that like sanji's never n- never really in competition for second strongest on the crew presumably he's now like number four behind Jinbei. <laughs> yeah that's what i'm not sure i don't remember it coming up before this but i feel like i've known zoro has this for a while obviously again obviously this episode's like how many years old but Luffy's still looking for kid, sees Queen up on the stage instead. He gets offered food, Luffy does, and he almost eats it. But then again, here's someone bragging about the poor town's not getting it. And uh, someone spills a bunch of red bean soup on him, and they dump more. They're like, I don't even want this soup. <laughs> this it doesn't go sucks. With the and it's, it's, it's great that they don't get it, and we're just wasting it here. Yeah, isn't that so cool and great? Isn't that based on Epic Build? Uh, how dare they waste food? We get a bunch of flashbacks, of course, to... <laughs> All the stuff Luffy did. And uh, 985, we see Zoro is actually drinking periodically. And he's like, well, I'll just go fight Kaido. And I'm sure Luffy and I will end up in the same spot. And uh, asks a random guy, hey, where's Kaido? And he's like, oh, at the back of the hall, but he's not going to drink with you. He's not going to drink with regular people like us. And he's like, okay, bye. And then goes. <laughs> Speaking of Kaido at the back of the castle, Toby Ropo, take it there finally. He's like, yeah, I was going to introduce you to Big Mom, but she's not ready yet. So I don't really know why you're here, really. <laughs> <laughs> and King's like, it was me. I summoned them. He's like, why? Because of the thing that you were going to tell them about later. <laughs> For some reason. I said you were the one who summoned them because I knew they wouldn't give a shit if I said I was the one who's going to summon them. Multiple people confirmed this to be true. And also, when we first saw them, they were arguing about who's going to like become the next one of them. Who's going who's gonna to be like the next up to be big in power with Kaido's crew. Apparently, who's who and Saki both used to be pirate captains of their own crews and they want to be lead performers um which is to say like jack king queen level gotta change their name i don't know what there's not any more trading cards to to to, to do but <laughs> change your name to royal flush maybe kaido doesn't want them to fight right now they're, they're arguing about this kaido brings in bao huang who's like this little guy with a little face like a little paper mask and a, a flying squirrel you'll see a lot of people and I think some animals with this little mask. <laughs> There's figure out why later, but they're all just hanging around. And they read off Kaido's schedule. The main thing is that he has like a big announcement he's doing later. They're like, what's the announcement? And he's like, don't worry about it. It would just be confusing if I told you right now. <laughs> but I do need you to go find my son. <laughs> go find Yamato. Please, my child. My 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 precious boy. <laughs> I've lost my boy. I lost my boy. Basically, Kaido's like, if look... Whoever succeeds, I'll give you a chance to challenge a lead performer for their spot. Why not? Uh, that's exciting for at least two of these guys. Immediately learn Black Maria does not care. Yeah. Because she does not go. We go back to Luffy. He's watching people waste food. More Otama flashbacks. We see Kid walking through the crowd looking for Kaido. Zoro getting lost and starting a fight. Also <laughs> mad about wasted food. And then we, after the eye catch, we see Luffy is just eating all the soup out of spite. <laughs> I guess I'll eat it since you people don't deserve it. <laughs> But then more pe- more of it gets wasted, and then he just starts fighting people. He just does elephant gun. Zoro, like, notices the commotion. is like, oh, there's Luffy. 
and somehow doesn't walk in a straight line to him because he eventually runs into a wall and is like, I guess I'll just cut this down. <laughs> and then like destroys a pillar of the wall, like a pillar of the room. <laughs> and is like, oh, there's Luffy. I found him. Zoro's like, why are you causing so much? Why are you starting a fight and doing all this here? And Luffy's like, they wasted red beet soup. And he's like, well, in that case, I also have to cut everyone up, I guess. <laughs> and the next episode, I think Kid like sees some of this and is like, what's the what's the fucking big deal about soup? Why is soup so important? <laughs> yeah. Need to link up with Plockless and all the soup life. Knuckle tats <laughs> soup life. <laughs> but Queen starts to notice that there's fighting happening down here. Uh, Zoro and Luffy are running. They're like, all right, let's just get out of here. But oh, no, Apu recognizes this fucking guy. He starts rapping to Queen about it. <laughs> it's like, hey, I know these guys. Kid sees a poo and is like, should I kill that guy? <laughs> you motherfucker. He doesn't, I mean, he doesn't go straight there, but by the end of the episode, he makes the decision to go fight a poo. And yeah, so Luffy and Zoro are just fighting people. Similar to the deal that the Toby Ropo made, a poo asks like, hey, like Queen's like catch them. And a poo's like, what happens to the, like, what does the person who catch them get? And Queen says, well, I want to remove someone from the Toby Ropo, so whoever catches them can fill that spot. <laughs> so that's exciting, I guess. I guess Apu wants to be a Toby Ropo. And we get some flashbacks to Apu being like a huge piece of shit and an issue for Kid. Kaido fell out of the fucking sky like his assist power in that 3DS game. <laughs> Zoro and Luffy lose their disguises after a bit of fighting. He's <laughs> like, there's no point in having this anymore. Yeah, and Apu starts fighting them himself. He has this power to just like, I don't know. He just like makes a noise and then like they get hurt or hit by it or explode. I don't really know how else to describe uh, his deal. Killer very quickly finds out, oh, it's just like, if you can't hear it, it's fine. <laughs> so they cover their ears. It's such a weird power in general so i'm just like how do you quantify that yeah can you like plug your ears i th i think so like i think it doesn't hurt you if you don't hear it hmm. like that that that's what's sort of implied when killers like yeah cover your ears and everyone's <laughs> like what'd you say i was covering my ears and you know i wasn't sure like how any of uh his power worked and seeing that oh he's just like can fuck people up with music feels like uh, it's just like another like oh, i don't know what i expected actually <laughs> yeah no he just like says sounds i found on the wiki page for apu Ooh. a diagram of every part of his body and what instrument it is <laughs> his whole body's like a, a one-man band of course i am learning that he has a triangle in his crotch like dangling <laughs> between his legs that's very funny <laughs> so great job Oda. god he's even more fucked up <laughs> with having instrument body parts what does awakening him do? What does his power awakening do? <laughs> Tur just turns into fucking Uta's fruit. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Uh, he hurts everybody uh, <laughs> running away. Yeah, basically after a little bit of this kid just decides, Fuck it. I'm going to kill this guy. <laughs> so he like pulls a bunch of metal from the room and does a, I believe, a punk Gibson. And I, the CG used for kids power is legitimately just better than the CG in Stampede. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Not really a big gap, I don't think, of time. Like, no. I mean, I guess we're talking about episodes that came out in 2021. Summer summer of 2021 into the fall. And that movie was 2019. Oh, yeah. But it's just such a step up, all the CG that's used in Wano. I think it's just, like, also, too, like, a style thing. It's, like, what they're going for is just 
more car- cartoony even than whatever the fuck Stampede's whole deal was. <laughs> Which was to make scary Mecha Godzilla. All these episodes probably have more got more money than uh <laughs> they gave the st- the animators for Stampede, so that's why Maybe, it, it yeah. looks better. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's like we'll save the money for the show. <laughs> yeah. Do you think? Do you, what do you think uh, between Queen's musical number and the musical numbers in Film Red? <laughs> Does it compare? All the stuff inside this like nightclub were pretty like good. Like whenever they yeah, cut no, to them like partying sequence. with like the different colors, and they even like fucking letterboxed the sequence to make it seem more cinematic when he's introducing everybody. Like, yeah, aspect ratio does a lot of work. It doesn't need to like look that hard, but <laughs> I think we say that a couple times every every episode now. <laughs> it's gonna keep happening. Yeah, until we go weekly, and then it doesn't actually happen every episode. <laughs> but for now, you're gonna hear us say the word hard a lot. <laughs> We're using our hockey. Yeah, they animated with Armin and hockey, which is why it goes so hard. <laughs> Someone's had to have said that already, right? Probably, I don't know. <laughs> Our whole bit is being late to this shit. <laughs> That's true. Not for long, though. 987. Kid starts fighting Apu, loses his disguise, uh, tells off Apu for being a piece of shit, <laughs> and everything that is happening right now is his fault. Um, Apu lands some hits on him. Heat and Wire are also here, you know. The other two people in Kid's crew. <laughs> Killer's here. And I was like, hey, we shouldn't fight right now. Uh, and then the numbers, sh- one of the numbers shows up, which is Hacha, uh, who is wearing a, a Kill Bill tracksuit and just kind of stomping around. They're so fucking big. They're bigger than giants, apparently. And someone shoots a bomb arrow at Kid. Luffy, like, stops it and is like, we gotta go, guys. We gotta run. We gotta <laughs> go fight Kaido. And Heat and Wire stay behind to fight Hacha. I can never tell how big this room is because we're going to see a lot of it for the rest of the arc. You will see the performance floor and various different fights happen in it. And then like just thinking about like, I don't always see Hacha when he's when we're in this room, even though he is so big. (laughs) I should be asking, where is he? Because he has to be there. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like the Pika situation where I was like. If I see the Skyliner dress rosa and I don't see Pika, what the fuck is wrong with this? <laughs> Not as big of a deal. I, like, I don't struggle with sense of place as much with the way that Onigashima is sort of inherently designed. A lot of the hallways kind of look the same, and you generally always know what someone's goal is at any given time. <laughs> it's probably getting to Kaido or winning a fight they're in. But... This room is just so much fucking bigger than it ever feels like, is the thing. Because, like, so much happens in it. And sometimes, like, multiple things are happening in it at the same time that you do not see interacting at all. Uh, but anyways, Kid, Killer, Zoro, Luffy, they run ahead. Well, actually, well, three of them run ahead. Killer is behind it first and then seems to learn how Apu's power works because of this and tells them to cover their ears. Uh, we see Big Mom getting ready. She mentions that her crew is coming after being knocked down. And the person helping her with her makeup is like, oh, I haven't heard anybody coming to the port yet. And Big Mom's like, what's a port? <laughs> I don't know what that joke's supposed to be. Like, is it that she still doesn't remember everything? Is she still, like, getting her memory back? I, I think it's supposed to be that, like, it's supposed to be funny that she's such a powerful pirate, but she's still, like, a child. Like, she still doesn't know shit. <laughs> maybe that's what i took from it is that like she should she should know what a port is but she just doesn't i guess she doesn't need to yeah that's true it's the longest she's been away from like her family doing things for her or someone doing something (laughs) for her because she had this stupid chef guy and then that's true yeah 
essentially Pero Sparrow is kind of the <laughs> next. It's not really obvious in whole cake that Pero Sparrow is as much of a big deal as he is, but because the fucking Scarecrow Man does so much stuff. Yeah. But Pero Sparrow is the eldest son. Yeah. He is the, the Connor Roy of the <laughs> of the Charlotte family. Anyways, uh, Pero Sparrow is on his way back. We we th- I mean the rest of the Charlotte Pirates are on the boat too, or not the not Katakuri, I guess he's off doing film red reshoots. But <laughs> the ship is going up the falls again. And they're like, this time we will not be knocked down by someone with a flying devil fruit. <laughs> Although that's not true because Marco shows up. Yeah, everyone's here. Everyone is in Wano. Smash Ultimate. Everyone <laughs> is here. Yeah, I don't. I mean, like there was the bit. Where we saw Cat Viper meeting Marco. Did you just assume that he'd show up then? You know, I forgot about it. And then once he showed up, I was like, oh shit, everyone's here. Then I was like, oh wait, yeah, Garfield went and hung out with Marco for a little bit. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, there is so many things that happen. You, you, when you're binging episodes like this, you can sort of rag on like, oh, I don't need all these recaps. <laughs> oh, I don't need all this or all these flashbacks. And then Wano is like, really justifying it like especially <laughs> yeah now that i'm watching some of this stuff week to week i'm like i actually could not tell you <laughs> the last time i saw some of these characters do something <laughs> um but yeah so marco's here and he kicks the ship back down what are the odds they get kicked down again but <laughs> also coming back uh or not back up but coming up the falls is cat viper's ship who is running a little late uh but he's here and he's also bringing Ezo, who marco knows from marineford obviously we get some Mar- well, and being in a crew together but that's when we saw them together was marineford we get flashbacks of marineford yeah it seems like the first time he has been back to wano in a long time <laughs> we'll see a little bit more of them later but it's not really hidden who it who we see in this scene yeah so kinemon is splitting his party up into two again so half of his crew is going to go inside the castle early in disguise and hide and wait while the rest of them go to the back there's a scene where like nami and robin sort of or i think maybe it's I think it's uh, Nami and Carrot sort of like do a we're sexy, don't like find a suspicious thing to some beast pirates. I'm like, oh, we're just going to walk right by. We're on the same side. Ha ha. Big booby. Walk by and that's great. And then Shinobu tries to do the same thing and they do that, you know, predictable joke of like, oh, you're not our ideal beauty. And she crushes all of their balls. <laughs> and it's like, you're just not ready for a mature woman. And there's a scene where Sanji's like, do I want that? Do I want my balls crushed? He considers it, and then he says, no, I'm not ready. He's like, he literally says, I'm not ready for that. And then immediately sees a pleasure hall and wanders inside of it and shortly comes out after uh, being like, there's no one in there. Nami, Shinobu, and Carrot sort of break off on their own, or they're going to try and save Momonosuke, so they're separating. Uh, when Sanji's like, nobody's in there, Kinemon's like, if there's no women, that also means there's no men, so we're just going to keep going. <laughs> We're going to go back inside. We see a poo mocking killer for eating uh, a smile fruit becoming a pleasure. And kid's like, I will kill anyone who makes fun of my best friend. Granted, kid, not as murderous as he used to be. No. He's been, he's been softened a little bit by proximity to Luffy, but... That's just what happens. Yeah, this is the closest we see of, like, a poo of all people mocking killer. And he's like, I will kill you. We also see who's who down here. Luffy's, like, nearby, but he doesn't really care. He's like, I am just trying to track down Yamano so I can figure out the that whole deal. But he's curious about what Queen said, because Queen wants to uh, replace somebody in the Toby Ropo. And who is who is like, that's interesting. I also want to kill someone in the Toby Ropo. 
Why is there so many machinations going on about this organization we learned about today? <laughs> yeah. How come this organization of evil people, they all want to, like, fuck each other over? I don't understand this at all. 988. Luffy still yelling at Kid to follow the plan. Um, Zoro and Killer are running along as well. They eventually split up. I don't really remember when that happens, but if it's not in my notes, it does happen at some point. Sanji decides to go back inside and, like, search for women. <laughs> It's like, they have to have gone somewhere. <laughs> I can smell them. There's, there's women somewhere. I can sniff the feet. <laughs> I will follow my nose. I will get a whiff. Uh, so he, go, he goes to do that. As everyone else is sort of crossing this bridge, there's these windows they're passing, and they're like, oh, someone's in there. Let's hide in the water. Everyone does except for Chopper and Usopp because they're in a tank. And it stops right in front of the window, and then Big Mom pokes your head out. And they're like, oh, hey, there's Big Mom. I think I might have jumped ahead earlier because I think this is when the when Marco shows up and kicks people down. But I think the last time it was just Big Mom mentioning that her crew was coming. That's fine. I could streamline it. <laughs> the bill oh, also the Big Mom pirates are ignoring the alliance. They don't really care about siding up with Kaido. They're just like, we're going to kill Luffy. And we're also going to get revenge on King for kicking us down. And then Marco kicks him down. <laughs> and we see uh, uh, back in Onigashima, Black Maria hanging out with Kaido, being like, I don't care about <laughs> advancing past this. I'm just going to drink with you. Let's hang out. Yeah, let's just chill, dude. Ka- Kaido and Orochi started talking about being lucky that they had that spy. And Kaido's like, I'm lucky I didn't kill him the first time they tried to fight me. Would have been easy to do so. He's like, unfortunately, Odin never told him where Laugh was as close as they were. Which is interesting that Kaido would just want to know. <laughs> it's not so much about the Poneglyphs or the journey. It's like, I just want to know where it is. I want to go there. Yeah. He does want to be Pirate King, though. That's the, the thing about, like, now that we're up against Kaido and, and, and Big Mom is actually seeing people with that same desire. I feel like most of the bad guys Luffy's gone up again have been, like, dictators <laughs> or something. Yeah. Uh, or not even, like, like Crocodile and Doflamingo. Definitely pirates. Very specific dictator-like goals. Or they've been up against Marines, or they've been up against, like, not pirates. Like, a Nell, not a pirate, or a Marine. Hody, not a pirate. Kind of, I guess, I guess, actually, technically a pirate, but not that goal. Who's the other person? Oh, um, Moria. I feel like that wasn't really a common, like, you didn't actually really see Luffy saying, I'm going to be king of the pirates, and someone saying, no, me, until, like, Big Mom. I don't know, Buggy? Does Buggy want to be king of the pirates? Mm. I mean, he does. Of course he does. I think a lot of people, there's like, well, that would be cool, but look at all the stuff I can have right now in this Mm -hmm. pirate era. I can use to my advantage right now. Getting too comfortable. Resting on your laurels. (laughs) Gonna start calling you a fraud in the subreddit. What else fucking happens? Um, Oh, so Kanjiro, speaking of, shows up (laughs) and uh, walks into Orochi's and Kaido's room and is like, hey, I have Momonosuke. By the way, all that shit was wrong. I failed big time. I was outsmarted by Kinemon, a man who can talk with his farts. <laughs> yeah, I, I always forget about that. It's such a vital piece of information. <laughs> but yeah, Orochi starts to freak out about this. Uh, maybe not in this scene, maybe in the later scene. But again, I'm just kind of streamlining several different plot threads together. <laughs> Zoro and Luffy start fighting through a wall. Yeah, again, they're separate from Kid and Killer now, I guess. We see page one carrying Ulti somewhere, and Luffy's like fighting random guys and practicing his Ryu hockey. Uh, Ulti and page one are going to run into Luffy here in a minute. But 989, 
starts with a god tier title card. Do you remember this one? This is the gunpla of the Brachio tank. Oh, <laughs> I actually didn't notice that. That's really cool. Yeah, I'd have to like. I don't even know. If I could probably find it on the wiki. That's got to be. An, that's got to be like an image from the manga too, right? Maybe I don't know. I because like normally you don't get like special title cards. It's usually just like either just a black screen with a text or like a wide shot of wherever they are, like the performance hall or something. Because I remember this really stood out to me the first time I watched it. Oh, cool. Because <laughs> it's got like little paints. <laughs> yeah, you got the little pliers tools, and stuff. Shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's got to be an um, actual thing you can get, right? I don't know. There's so many boats. And I've seen like, I think, figures of Chopper in the tank. But I don't know if I've seen... Uh... You can get a General Frankie combined that I guess <laughs> has some of the parts. <laughs> Is it just like can I just get like yeah two two toys that are transformers? <laughs> um, yeah, I just see figures and stuff. One with Chopper on it, one one without. But yeah, so Chopper's pretending to be security when Big Mom <laughs> opens the window and is like, "No, I'm security for the event. My name is Chopper, though." <laughs> and very quickly, she's like, "Oh, okay." And then it's like, oh, "Wait a minute, I've seen that guy before. I've seen that raccoon I, before. I want him in my collection." I want to put him in my library of Congress. <laughs> so she runs outside and chases the tank down. And Keenamon and everyone's like, thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your service. So I salute you. So yeah, Kanjuro beat up Momonosuke a little bit off screen because he tried to escape. And he's like, yeah, sorry. Fucked up the whole plan. And there's no, re- there's like, I can't remember this fucking guy. The, the leader of the ninja squad is like, there's like no ship at the port. Like there's no ships at the port, which is interesting. But we did get reports of like four pirates in the performance hall fighting <laughs> and they give like the, everyone's epithet and then killers is a murder machine it's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> really funny he's the murder machine killer it's like does he need the murder machine part he's already his called name killer is killer <laughs> unless killer must just be his birth name <laughs> he's got some it's like uh guts from berserk do you know why he's called guts no because uh, they found a baby in like <laughs> a bunch of like a uh, cartage in a uh, like dilapidated village so like call him guts because mm-hmm. he found him in some guts that's why my name is cabbage patch <laughs> oh you're a cabbage patch kid holy yeah, that's shit what i was told as a kid that's what i was told for many years of my life <laughs> and i'm sure i believed it at one point <laughs> I, I believe it right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it explains a lot yeah that does doesn't it <laughs> yes we'll, we'll see some more tank stuff later What else happens? Oh, yeah. So when, what's his name? Starts with an F. Earlobe guy is talking about the pirates. Orochi's like, we got to do something. Why are we doing this? And Kaido's like, chill out. Just drink. Queen will handle it. Like, he does not think very much of these pirates and their strength. Um, So he's like, a queen's handling it. Queen's handling it. Let's vibe. Um, And Orochi's (laughs) like, no, I'm going to, like, take Momonosuke out there and execute him publicly. (laughs) Him being executed will crush any, like heart they have and mm-hmm. they'll give up yeah i mean that's what they're all doing it for is to yeah. he should be shogun and if he's not what are they doing that's true um i'm gonna guess the answer would be revenge but <laughs> yeah pretty sure they'll figure out who the right shogun is later <laughs> i don't know can hiori is this a gendered thing that's but true cat viper yes is getting in, on his way to onigashima marco and he's over there uh denjiro on his path on the left side of onigashima stops because he uh hears like sasaki coming and then it's like he still thinks I'm on his side. I'm just going to trick him real quick. So he does. And then they like tie him up with sea prism stone. 
<laughs> uh, just like against a rock. <laughs> yeah. And then like reveals his Yakuza back tattoo. And is like, I'm actually with the Kazuki clan. Aha. Uh-huh. Tricked you. Yeah, Big Mom is chasing that tank. She has a bunch of soldiers helping. This feels so cartoony and like separate from everything else. <laughs> it is just kind of like a nebulous land too. I'm sure we'll see like big battles out in this like battlefield. Yeah, like sort of just like rock space separate enough from the building. Um, but yeah, Chopper is like, I don't know that we can win this fight. But Usopp's like, don't forget our purpose to combine and turn into a robot. <laughs> and that is their motivation to flee. Big Mom does, like, a dive bomb attack, and they're like, hide inside the tank, we can take it, and it, like, launches up into the air after the attack, and, like, for a split second, they're right, like, in front of Big Mom, and they just, like, point-blank shoot her in the face, (laughs) which is funny, and they're like, we did it, complete victory, (laughs) and she's like, obviously, that's not the case, and then they go back to running away from her. Interesting to see Big Mom already, like... Engaging? Not even that, but, like... The fact that the first thing she's doing here is, like, chasing Chopper and Usopp, and it's not even, like, that, like, it's not, like, a big scary fight. It's just, like, all basically comedic relief fight with two of the weaker straw hats. Yeah, of all, of all the people to have her face off with for the first time really in Wano, in this, like, bigger set pieces, the people who shouldn't be taking her on at all. <laughs> I mean, Chopper can get big. He can. I don't know that, I don't know that Monster Point's going up against, uh... Yanko. What if he could use hockey in Monster Point? Great point. <laughs> keep being curious. Keep asking questions. <laughs> Who's the weakest straw hat to have hockey? I guess it's Usopp because he definitely has observation. Yeah. We need to. I'm pissed off that Robin doesn't have armament hockey yet. <laughs> Give her armament hockey. She should. She should have 800 hockey arms. <laughs> it's too powerful. But yeah, so that's it of that for now. We see Nami going somewhere oh yeah nami is talking to the like i think carrot's like should we help them they're up against a yanko and nami's like even more reason for us not to help they'll be fine they'll get away and uh speaking of they are snuck up on by prometheus which is i'm gonna say big mom's son but that doesn't mean what it usually means <laughs> it doesn't mean child it means ball of gas <laughs> but yeah prometheus is here and is like ah yes here she is the person who stole zeus um, and then before the episode ends, we see Ulti and Paypig stumble into Luffy. Fight a little bit. In the next episode, 990, which is the last one we're discussing today, do get like flashes of everybody doing whatever it is they're doing uh, in this episode, mainly like Kid and stuff fighting. We also see Yamato running, excited to see someone. Yeah. This is the first time you hear their voice. So Kid's somewhere in the castle fighting with Killer, and you know, similar to what Luffy and Zoro are up to. So Ulti, I, did, I guess it should have been more specific. Ulti gives up on walking they're like i can't run any further <laughs> because because you won't carry me Paypig. she jumps on his back to ride piggyback <laughs> and pay piggyback <laughs> writes itself and he like trips and she like rides him down the stairs uh like a pair of skis <laughs> so that happens and she you know slides into luffy and after and like now in this next episode Ulti's like, hey, don't mess with my brother. And he's like, you rode him down the stairs. <laughs> you did this. You made the sandwich. <laughs> the, the sequence is what I was sold on. She like, we, get, we just get the whole scene over again. And she's like, I didn't do anything. Yeah, she, she <laughs> denies this. And then quickly is like, wait a minute, who are you? Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm Luffy. I'm going to be king of the pirates. And she's like, no, Kaido is. Don't you know where you are? <laughs> And then she headbutts him with hockey 
and uh, there's this big clash. So, uh, you know, Luffy has hockey on his own forehead, um, but it actually pushes Luffy into the floor. She's pretty strong. And uh, both of the siblings here turn into dinosaurs. Ulti has, like, a first step. Like, she just kind of, like, has, like, legs and the tail yeah. and some horns on her head before she goes full dino mode later. But page one just kind of goes straight to uh, full mast. Um, and Luffy's like, damn, they're strong. I was wrong to not take this place as seriously as I was. This is, you know, I am in a Yonko's <laughs> house. He's like, starts fighting him for real. Trades blows with a couple of them. He knocks down page one, and this is when Ulti gets, like, extra mad and turns into, like, full big dinosaur mode and grabs Luffy, headbutts him again, and just seemingly, like, Luffy's having trouble getting out of this grip until uh, Yamato rushes in and knocks Ulti out in one hit and saves <laughs> Luffy. And uh, Yamato, of course, still wearing their ogre mask. They also do Thunder Bagua. They do Kaido's attack. Yeah. On Ulti, which is worth mentioning. Uh, same weapon, whatever that f- thing's fucking called. But anyway, yeah, so Yamato does that attack, and it's like, oh, you're Luffy? That's great. And then, like, grabs him and runs away. It's like, I've been waiting for you, specifically Luffy. Uh, my name's Yamato, I'm Kaido-san. <laughs> and Luffy's like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Is that bad? <laughs> you don't seem like you're gonna... You're going to, uh... You're going to hurt hurt me, so cool. Yeah. Unsure. The vibes are weird right now. I saw so much about Yamato before I was caught up, and then, like, I get to this episode, and I was like, this isn't really what I expected. <laughs> Their introduction to be like... <laughs> I was not expecting him to show up this late. <laughs> yes, that's another thing, too, is that they really, like, don't show up until now, I mean, you know, Act 3, and then, like... It did not take long for people to be like, oh, so they're the next Straw Hat. <laughs> they're staying around forever. <laughs> um, and there's other reasons why people have that, that conversation, too, that'll become a little more apparent in our next episode. My reaction to that was always, if that were true, I think they would have been around a lot. Long. Like, I feel like it would have been more of the Yamato arc. Like, they would have been in Udon with Luffy and they would have forged a bond there <laughs> or something. Alternatively, Act 3, long as shit. So still plenty of time to form important emotional bonds. But uh, we'll see what happens. You know, people have been speculating that because Wano has been running so fucking long. (laughs) These episodes are almost two years old, which is crazy. We're still here. We're still doing this. I only get like 50 episodes a year. But there's uh, a plethora of directions you can take your predictions this time. (laughs) As always, you'll, you'll, you know, make your always correct predictions at the end of the episode after your plugs. I'm going to have to stay caught up on everything going on in the manga so I can continue to do this bit when we're caught up. <laughs> because what, then I won't have seen the next episode. But I, if, I, if I brush up on my manga, I can be more aware of uh, what you're right about and what you're also right about because you're always right. But it just helps me sort of make jokes. <laughs> make, make jokes for the people who know how right you are. In the audience, but we'll do that after the plugs. It's how we get people to stick around for the plugs because you can't skip forward on podcasts. That's illegal. Uh, so, Jory, where can people find you on the internet if that's a thing you want people to do? You can find me on Twitter at No I'm Jory. Uh, you can see where I have things coming up. Uh, still an unemployed man child, so can't say <laughs> for sure the content's going to get any better, but hey, that's where you can find me. Letterboxd is the Increasingly- same thing. Surprised that Twitter is still standing. Uh, everyone's going to Blue Sky now, dude. Yeah, well, we'll see if that's true. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I'm like, well, it does sound legit, but 
and and it's it, I, there's this thing where it's like because it's invite only it's like well that's certainly appealing but depending on how long it takes to go public this could turn into a google plus situation <laughs> so i don't know I'll, I'll i'll believe it when i see it i i just want an account because i saw mastodon cells being like it's just mastodon but worse so i want to make mastodon cells mad well yeah i mean <laughs> fuck mastodon <laughs> who cares who cares no one cares mm, I might but have... i'm like i don't know blue blue sky or they're called like skeets or something right is that what the posts are called? I think something like that. <laughs> I'm not going to re-skeet something. Are you kidding? Oh, the Mastodon was like toots or something, right? I'm not sure. I've never... People are fucking stupid. <laughs> but uh, my ad stuff coming out, I don't know. I'm trying to work on things. Uh, what about you? Where can we find you online? Uh, I do have Twitter still. Um, as much as I talk shit about it all the time. My Twitter is Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O. And if you want to go there and look at a trailer for a documentary I made, you can do that. It's my pinned tweet. Shut up, Joe, from a week ago. This is current Joe editing. And I get to say that my documentary that I just referenced got into a festival since I recorded Can Indie Fest. It's a small, like, thing for movies with no budget. Uh, Very cool. I won't harp on this for too long, but if you are someone listening who happens to be interested in the fact that I made something or the artist mark with a C or whatever. I'm bringing it up here primarily because it is an online festival. So anyone can buy a ticket and see it. I wish that I had a URL to direct you to at this time. It is still being set up, but the event will be happening during our next episode uh, or when the next episode comes out. So if you are interested, you just have to follow me on Twitter. I'll share a link as soon as it's available to go there and buy a ticket again the trailer is on my twitter as well if you are interested and haven't looked at it or whatever um i don't know how much tickets are going to be i don't know much of anything at this exact moment but when the next episode comes out it's going to be a little uh, almost almost too late so i'm putting it in here now so yeah my twitter again is ghost of joe ghost of jo that's my plug for this week thanks i haven't really tweeted anything else since that uh trailer got released like God, has it been a month now? I think it's been it's about been, a month. It's been a month exactly. I, went, crazy. I just went to your Twitter to look, and it's been a month. That's crazy. Uh, if it's the first you're hearing about it, it's about an obscure musician based out of Orlando. I made a documentary about them using exclusively stuff that has been uploaded by them or their audience. Uh, it's a sort of like digital footprint thing. Um, the movie has a lot going on that... I don't necessarily want to just lay out and spoil, but I think it's really good. I'm proud of it. Already, I'm already on the Pirate Bay downloading it. Ha ha. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I've been leaked. All my apes gone. My slurp juices. <laughs> we need the minks to say apes together strong. <laughs> um, that's it. That's that's my plug is uh, my Twitter and where you can see that trailer. And let's plug some stuff for the podcast. Our Twitter is we are watching OP actually posted some shit today while rewatching my episodes <laughs> uh great luffy pog face a really funny face that apu makes you know this is the kind of great content you can expect um you can also join our patreon if you're interested in supporting us directly or getting some extra stuff in exchange for that um at a dollar a month or, or any more you are want to or able to give us that's great but um for just a dollar you can get uh these episodes a couple days early as well as our monthly bonus episodes, and we read your name off in all these episodes, which uh, it's my turn to do. I'll do that here in a minute. Totally live. Never added in post. Yeah, and if you've never been a patron, there's a backlog of all our monthly bonus stuff. Uh, last month, we just played a 3DS game. Yeah. We 
a lot of fun, actually. We should just do that again this month. I have no <laughs> idea what we're doing this month, uh, but we'll figure it out. It probably it won't be just the game again. But I don't know if we'll do film red commentary yet, but I think I had some other sort of ideas laying around. I did find a translation for a Romance Dawn RPG on PSP. <laughs> I don't know oh, if there's nice. something there, but I do have That's that. A, every time, like, we avoided... Uh, RPGs for a while just because like there's so much cutscene and they're like long yeah which it really isn't sort of the like way we've done the gaming videos where we like sort of like dip into something for a little bit yeah we're not gonna start I don't want to start like a let's play series especially not on a fucking monthly basis but uh yeah we'll we'll find some more stuff to mess around with and now I'm gonna read all those names live for real thank you to our pages for the month of May AZ Couple Adam B Anton Becca, Benjamin, Brittany, Cappy, Captain Moke, Chad, Clueless Wanderer, Connor, Damien, David, Deus Equus, Eric B, Fig, Fooney, Gage, Heidi, Jay Harkins, James, Jamie Ziz, Joe, Josh, Cat D, Ken, Kyle, Lena, Lucas, Luke, Maddie, Mallory, Martha, Mick Foley, 299, Milo, Morgan, my buddy, Nick, Peter, Phoenix, Ryu, Sean, Riley, Rodsters, Ryan, Screed, Snowy Scales, Spellpunk, Steven, Taniel, THE Cat Fangs, THE Real Jory, Tony, Trey, Van, Vedeke, and Verdigree. Thank you all so much. And it's been a weird couple months with the break and the Patreon problems we had. But, uh, smooth sailing from here. On our way to being caught up. Thanks for uh, 100 episodes. We haven't had the Patreon for a whole 100 episodes, but I just want to say thank you again because it's fucking crazy. So, thanks again. Back to us a week ago finishing out this episode for real wow holy shit good job that live thanks um i practiced all week for it fuck it we'll do it live and we did <laughs> you did. did no we fused into into one person that's <laughs> true joe jory <laughs> their bizarre adventure but i guess i have to plug so oh i guess our discord it's a link to our discord either in our uh twitter bio or in the show notes but that's another place you could come and chat with us it's great um talk a lot about the card game in there I feel like we stopped talking about as much on this podcast, but <laughs> a lot, still a lot of card game stuff going on in the Discord, and even though we haven't done any games in there yet, we should eventually. <laughs> yeah, we keep going, we should, and then we, we don't. Say it every time. Someday. <laughs> someday. I would say when we're less busy, but you're the least busy you've ever been. <laughs> but that, conversely, kind of makes a lot of things less appealing. Uh -oh. It's fucked up. <laughs> it sucks. I would like to do things. But also the yeah. fact that my girlfriend works nights makes it kind of hard to do stuff sometimes. Yeah. Well, and I'll get into local card game tournaments, uh, which will definitely help the chops. <laughs> <laughs> if they didn't charge um, me money, I would. <laughs> oh, true. That's right. I forgot about that. All right. Well, on that note, it's time for you to predict what's going to happen next time what's your what what's your predictions for yamato or all of these di different characters that that have shown up well the reason yamato yamato's excited to meet luffy because he's read one piece he, <laughs> one piece exists in this oh. universe and yamato has read it all the way through so he's very excited to see luffy beat his dad because he knows he's he like he's like bart but with the script yeah he has the script and it's it's, it's it gets a really weird meta thing but inadvertently what happens is when luffy g goes to fight kaido in the final confrontation yamato knocks luffy out on accident and has to scramble together to figure out a plan to try and beat kaido without luffy who's supposed to do it wow yeah no that's great you think we get yamato in the pod i think so i'll reach out maybe they have an agent they gotta yeah, no, that's all true. It is. Uh, that's all going to happen. 
Not not to be confused with I woke up as Yamcha. This is I woke up as Yamato. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess that's it. That's all going to happen for real next time. It's mm-hmm. kind of interesting that we jump straight to that. Luffy just kind of goes straight to Kaido and then yeah. fucking dies again. Yes. Uh, Yamato kind of Yamato skipped some pages in the script. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have carried Luffy there immediately. Just too excited to get, get get through all like the development. We learn. We Yamato was like, I don't give a shit about my dad's childhood that we're definitely gonna yeah. see. If well, we would have seen if Yamato didn't skip ahead. Yeah, but no, that's yeah. <laughs> Yamato skipped ahead, so we don't need to see Kaido shit. Yeah, but yeah. On that note, we'll see all that be true next time. Uh, thanks for. Sticking us with our 100 episodes, regardless yeah, of... Yeah, 100. When you joined, or how recently, or how long, thanks for listening. Um, Crazy that we've been doing it for as fucking long as we have, but <laughs> I do like doing the show. That's why I still do it. <laughs> yeah, no, here's to... I mean, hopefully not another 100. <laughs> I was going to say 100 more, but God, I kind of hope not. Well, if we go weekly, it's got to... There's definitely going to be 100 more if we go oh, weekly. Oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> I, I, you're right. I somehow didn't consider that. But no, that is almost a guarantee. <laughs> Shit. We're going to end up with like 400 episodes of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be a really weird drop off of like <laughs> vibes. Um, I, It's weird because I already say like, oh, you don't got to listen to the first like 10 episodes 12 episodes um start, start with skype or something and now i'm gonna be like i don't know start when we uh, episode 100 <laughs> so people say about my bam bam i don't know <laughs> thanks for listening all this time if you've been around since the beginning holy shit <laughs> well that's I, I don't know if that's possible we spent like a year not on itunes we were only on soundcloud so oh, i don't it was know only who on was SoundCloud? listening to that yeah i know we didn't know oh, wait, i remember iTunes that actually i remember that yeah. <laughs> It was our one-year anniversary. We're like, let's make it possible to listen. Uh, but yeah, and now we're here. Um, where our claim to fame is someone almost wanted to sponsor us. <laughs> I just shoot him an email. Hey, we got to episode 100. Yeah, this was a big deal. <laughs> they sent out a, pr- a press release to every sort of like One Piece theme thing. Yeah, you were really excited about us a year ago. <laughs> and until next time. Until next time. That one kind of hurt. (laughs) Continued. Continued.